to Anand Benon, he's Professor of European Politics and Foreign Affairs at King's College London and Director of UK in a Changing Europe. Uh, Anand, uh, what is it that she actually came back from Strasbourg with? Well, actually, she came back with more of concession than people thought she'd get, but nowhere near enough to convince either the DUP or the European Research Group of Brexiters in her own party. That's to say, what they were after was essentially something that the European Union has said over and over again they won't give, which is the ability for Britain by itself to decide to leave the Irish backstop. And the EU was never going to give us that because the whole point of the backstop is it can only be left with the consent of both parties. So we had the Attorney General, Geoffrey Cox, today trying to give a legal uh, definition of what she'd come back with. And, and in his words, uh, this was by no, ne- no, no means a legal safeguard that Britain could unilaterally leave that backstop. Yeah, in his written evidence in particular, he was slightly more combative in the House of Commons, but in his written uh, opinion, he made it clear that actually this edges as closer to what Parliament wanted, but in no way, shape or form is it a uh, unilateral ability to leave the backstop. So given that, the ERG group, as you mentioned, led by the likes of Jacob Rees-Mogg, about 60 hardcore conservative uh, pro-Brexit MPs, the Democratic Unionists in Northern Ireland have said they won't support the Prime Minister. Mathematically, the parliamentary arithmetic would suggest then she's going to lose again tonight. Yeah, but I think just like last time, Ascension is focusing now not on whether she's going to lose, but how many she loses by. And that margin becomes absolutely crucial in several ways. Firstly, if it's large, then I wonder if her cabinet are going to start to think, look, this isn't working. We need to think about a new strategy and conceivably a new prime minister. If the margin is big, the European Union is certainly not going to reopen negotiations because they won't think that anything can pass. If it's a relatively small margin, on the other hand, it is conceivable. She just tries this trick all over again. She says, bear with me. I'm going to try this again. Comes back to Parliament, maybe with something slightly different, maybe with a few more inducements to MPs. I wouldn't write off, if the margin is small, some version of this deal staggering over the line at some point before we leave, but I think it's looking very unlikely. Steve Swinford, Deputy Political Editor of the Daily Telegraph, just been retweeted by BBC Political Editor Laura Kunersberg to say, uh, hearing rumours from good sources, not verified yet, she could announce tonight she's going to request a short Article 50 extension, averts damaging defeat, buys them more time. Well, the beauty of this from her point of view is what Jean-Claude Juncker said last night in Strasbourg was, we are happy to discuss an extension. The extension has to be short and it has to end before the European Parliament elections at the end of May. If not, you have to have European Parliament elections. There aren't many people in government who want us to have those elections. And if we end up with a short delay, it plays into the Prime Minister's hands in the sense that it doesn't give us much time to do anything else (laughs) apart from reconsider her deal. Anand, uh, thank you very much indeed for that. 